Hello and welcome to the CMG Podcast with me, Tony Cantwell. Well, we were all toddling along, doing our thing, and next thing you know, we have a pandemic. COVID-19 hits the country and suddenly our worlds get turned upside down and inside out. We don't know what's happening and we don't know what to expect. It's sudden and we're then told by the government of the day, it's a country lockdown, stay at home, don't use public transport, if at all possible, and those three little words, work from home. Across the country, all businesses, professions, organisations, healthcare, education, everything stops. And in fairness to us as a nation, we did try to figure out quickly how to keep going, how do we set up our home office, and what else do we need to do? Now, there was a trend of some working from home, but between poor broadband and in many parts of the country, no real history of us as a nation ever really working from home that much or in such numbers. Was this going to be an easy transition? And despite the growth in shared offices that was boomed in recent years, we were not prepared. Whether you were the person working in a team, managing the team, running the company or organization, were we ready for working from home? And importantly, How do you manage a team working remotely? Well, as you can imagine, CMG Training quickly looked to address this issue for our clients. We wanted to develop a practical one-day virtual course program. And Sonia Meikle, one of our highest rated tutors by us here in CMG, obviously, but importantly by our clients and customers, was the right person to put together a realistic and practical training course to help people manage a remote workforce or team. And I have to say, Sonia has put together a fantastic training course on this, and I think our current scheduled courses on managing a remote workforce have already sold out, but we have more on the way. In the meantime, I'm delighted to have Sonia here today to talk about the challenges and pitfalls of managing a team remotely and give you some insights that face you as a manager or supervisor of a remote working team. Sonia, as usual, you are so welcome. Thank you, Tony. Nice to be back. It's great to have you here. Let's jump straight in. Because things happen so quickly, the pandemic, the lockdown, the work from home, just from your own observations, do you think we just made it up as we went along for a while, the whole working from home? (laughs) Kind of feels that way a little, doesn't Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Um, Yeah, even though it did hit quickly in fairness, Hmm. you know, for, for the world at large and from the working world at large. But for us as a nation, yeah, we didn't have or don't have a reputation of having, you know, remote home working per se as a norm for us. So it definitely would have come as a shock to most workers slash managers, not just, you know, not just managing the team, but all, all at large. So, yeah, we didn't see the lights of that train coming. Well, we kind of made it up. I I read a story (laughs) of um, this young young guy who's in the paper. And he said that um, he was told very quickly he had to work from home Mm -hmm. and he was sharing a house with Mm. three other people. And um, he said he was really operating from his bedroom, but there was no space for a desk or whatever. And I know we can come back to that later on. But he so he set up an ironing board (laughs) and he said he had his laptop on the ironing board and um, they go they treat the kitchen as the um, canteen. But he said that whole yes. idea it was great for a week or two, but it wore thin after a while. Yeah, like some of the advice would be that, you know, 
as quickly as possible to kind of create structure. So if you can give yourself that space that will become your working space to go to, ideally functionality, and, uh, uh, you know, in mind and at play. Actually, some of the stats have shown that a lot of uh, home renovations since COVID has hit has dramatically increased for the likes of people creating and building in office space. An office space so if they yeah. didn't go on holidays and they're going to invest it in the adaptation of their home, be it in the attic conversion to create an office. Yeah. Uh, things like this. So like the idea, yeah, of you thinking we're not seeing any end in sight per se as yet. And you think you have to work in your bedroom slash ironing board from now till March, April yeah. next year. Yeah. You can see yeah, why you'd want to adapt pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, I, it looks if you were to look at the statistics, it would appear that there are a lot more people who want to work from home. Uh, even just the commute. The advantages, there is definitely advantages, not all just disadvantages and challenges. Like yeah. Some parts of it have absolute advantages, like the time saving on a commute alone for people yeah. that could have spent maybe two to three hours. That you know, seems when you to be a up big home, thing. You know, going in and coming home, you add it together. Mm. Yeah, there's maybe a minimum of a two hour gift, maybe anything between well, see, this three is to thing. four hour gift. But looking at it, I mean, we've had a little time to catch our breath and there are some interesting kind of issues emerging. But before we look at the challenges facing, say, supervisors or managers, Mm -hmm. um, let's start off with the person who is actually working from home. What challenges are they facing? It depends on the individual, I would say, my own personal take on this one. Right. I'm a Monica, as yes. you know, when we yes. discussed. Yes, you do like I'm Monica. A, I'm a Monica too. Yeah. So me being a Monica, and I like to plan. <laughs> so we plan and we plan in advance. So I would, and personally myself, being a planner, you know, adapt and plan my day. Um, and again, if you are good with management and self-management, you can try and stick to this day. But the challenges that might come for others, if you're not a Monica and you needed others to force you down a channeled path of sitting at your desk, working because yes. I have you here and you now are kind of given some degree of freedom and you were, let's say, a manana creature. So things can then either not get done, build up and all, you know, funnel, you know, and build Um, anxiety will build. We all don't. And let's say and I've had one close friend who's lived through this pandemic with me and a two and a half year old son and a bundle of joy. Uh, quite a challenge to work around. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So you have young children yeah. um, and then and bless her, she was a Monica also. So she was trying to keep not only to her work routine, but also trying to keep her son to his old crash routine. So and that's tough. That's tough. Uh, my anxiety was building even listening. Listening to that. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and there's so many of those obstacles, yeah, aren't there? There's so many absolutely. of these kind of challenges that they're faced and just pure distractions, because if mm-hmm. also from the doorbell rings and yes. you go out and there might be a chat yes. and then you maybe lost your train of thought and you're yes. distracted on something else. and A whole array of distractions that yeah. don't exist in the typical office world yeah. compared to you know the home distraction world. The temptations that arise and that are there you know from yeah. the, your home creatures as you say, the kitchen became the canteen. Sure, well, yeah. it's my kitchen. I can go down and cook and eat whatever I fancy. Whatever I'll have. Um, everything from, I'm never sure there was a draw for the TV, but if you are now drawn towards the concept yeah, of... Yeah, daytime television. Just, though. Oh. Yeah, well, Netflix are having a great that's run true, of it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but, but I suppose that when you, because when you yeah. go to an office... You're with like-minded people. Yes. Um, you've, you associate it with being a place of work or where yes. projects get done, whereas at home, it takes a while to maybe adapt to that. 
the concept of creating focus time and being focused for longer. Um, as you say, the office can motivate you, you know, to, to get head down, get it done, bang it out uh, versus if you're left at home and you are taken off, you know, yeah. so you maybe have a lot more false starts from a time management point of view. Um, but we can also have the opposite of I've seen certain people I know are living and my friend being one of them, her day is longer. A lot longer. Oh, yeah. We'll come to that um, now in a yeah. second. But, uh, <laughs> trying to get the work done yes. or even her standards of work, you know, to try and keep her quality up because she knows herself she's being distracted. We'll find that she's working hard, harder, intense, to try and stay more there. intensely. Yeah. You, so, see, you refer in the training course uh, mm-hmm. that we do on it that um, state of mind. Yeah. Work becomes a state of mind as yeah. opposed to, you know, getting just the work done. You have to be in that frame of mind when I get my work done. So when I'm going to get my work done, it's getting your mind channeled for and you get it done. So uh, I suppose, again, if you are used to having the discipline and the independence for when you get your work done, it didn't matter where you would get your work done. If you are not used to that and suddenly you have a choice and the freedom, it's a very different state of mind. It is. Years ago, I do remember one of my uh, one of my bosses through the years, God bless him, he's a big angel in heaven now. I remember receiving a, a phone call once going, where are you? <laughs> I can remember going, why? <laughs> why do you even want to know? My impact, my work will be done. You it's, will know. Yeah, <laughs> you and know? it's getting done. And that's the state of mind. And his reply went, well, OK, then. <laughs> well, I suppose... That's, trust came into it yeah, then. I, yeah. I do bring trust into the, into the course there And as I suppose well. that also applies powerful. to the manager. Yes. The supervisor, the supervisor, the manager, trust. It's it's a, it's a very, very yeah. powerful, yet it can be scary for some where yes. you have to. Another famous line in it. Oh, you'll find it in there. You train a soldier to be a soldier, then let them be a soldier. Yeah. So that fear yeah. of letting go and trust and I've trained you to work. Now, are you going to work? You well, know, you can understand the fear from a managerial perspective of letting go. But. My God, you don't want to be a micromanager. You don't from a want to be sitting team. on the shoulder and <laughs> no. doing all of that. But you know, one yeah. of the key aspects that people have, managers seem to have, Sonia, and uh, supervisors, is a big concern about keeping the team motivated. Mm-hmm. Now, something like that helps because it helps to build a team spirit. Yes. Yeah. But in terms of staying motivated and keeping the team motivated, yeah. are there key aspects there that managers need to? Well, there can be soft and there can be the longer um, range ones. So when you think about uh, one of the areas, you always have to keep people connected with the why, yes. why they're doing their work. So that kind of the organizational goal should never be lost, you know. So it's the organization, organizational goal, their role within it or, you know, you can even depend on the hierarchy, you yeah. can, but that linking between, so their role, their impacts. So always the communication is a key, you know, yeah, how huge. we do it, how often. But the, I call it there is the why. Never forget the why mm. and explain and reiterate why they're doing all of their tasks, what their impacts are, etc. A little motivation on a kind of on a soft skill side of it, too, I thought was really, really clever. Um, they again, a different organization sent to a friend of mine. And it depend on your generation was a box of sweets, but it was a uh, all boxed up and delivered like a regular post. But when you opened it, it was all old fashioned sweets. Like, uh, do you remember refreshers oh, yeah. and wham bars? Yeah, and yeah. hearts. Well, all the ones those. that take your fillings out. You remember yeah, those yeah. ones? Yeah, the fizzy ones. <laughs> yeah, they were brilliant. So there was a box and it just said, you know, to keep you going. So it was like a box of sugar, obviously, yeah. you know, keep you going, appreciate your little smiley face in it. Yeah. So it wasn't big cost. It wasn't. But it was thoughtful. It was kind of funny. 
it was Absolutely. generational with the kind of yeah. having the wamba it's stuff that you couldn't yeah. <laughs> that they'd relate to that they'd relate to and then work from there and also I imagine yeah. then there's the whole thing of just constantly letting those people know that they are valued yeah, the and that the, there is a value to their contribution to yeah. what they bring to the parties. Absolutely. But again, there's a part for self for remote working for the worker themselves to remember their own value also. Yes. I have a lovely little image in there of a of a, a diamond with a little face on it. And there's somebody else holding up a picture of a lump of coal and it's the same same shape. Oh, right. OK. <laughs> and it says value yourself. right? Because yes. if you rely on others for yeah. value, they'll they'll tell you you're something else or convince you that you're something else. So from a remote works point of view, they need to realize their value. But from the manager's point of view, absolutely constant articulation via different means of their impact of their work. But you know, that's a very interesting point that you made because um, particularly remotely, you know, you do have to have that value of yourself because it can mm. go the opposite very quickly. Mm. And if there's poor communication, yeah. you can also feel, is that me? Am I dropping yeah. out? Am I falling behind? And there's yeah. real concerns there. So you're so right. That whole thing of the, the value you put on yourself. Your impact. Your impact. Knowing and your I impact. imagine there's a, a bit of an onus on the individual as well working at home. Each individual, I think, you know, I suppose from a good um, manager's point of view, you will kind of know how you know to motivate each of your individual yes. team members because you know not, not every employee or team member is exactly the same no. you know so from the managerial point of view um how to articulate and, and motivate where they are what they're doing how to check in with yeah. that will all vary depending upon yeah. the employee yet there should be some singular hub point of contact that everyone can go to. So setting up your communication plan is this example, something I probably would go through on my course and saying how you set your communication plan up with your team. And it can vary from member to member. Yes, we can use. OK, so some of the technologies, MS Teams, uh, yes. Zooms, yeah. you know, all the different forms oh, yeah, of virtual. All, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we have. But no, not to forget also the informal things like the WhatsApp chats, you know. And so there's the formal and there's the informal to keep the connectivity of a team. Yeah. Um, feeling that they can kind of drop a WhatsApp to somebody to keep that personal connection. Remember? Absolutely. Along with then, well, OK, what you, what you would say personally on a WhatsApp connection to a team member you're not necessarily going to say in an MS Teams virtual yes. meeting, you know, Although so things like that. It so. does highlight something. I know that there were a few issues where people were working from home mm -hmm. and they were surprised by the time and effort needed from co-workers. Oh, to get the information. To get information mm -hmm. back. They, they, they maybe are at a standstill. They need information from a co-worker. Yeah. Co-worker really is maybe slower than they thought <laughs> would have been the case. Um, or they have two two-year-olds running around the house. You never know. Or they have two two-year-olds <laughs> running around. So yeah. how do you deal with that? Because they're all remote. So you, do you just raise well, hence it as it, it kind of still leads to the communication plan and what you would set out at the beginning. Yeah. So you put What that. means you want to communicate with your team, how often you want to communicate with your team, some standard policies and procedures, um, normal working time for, you know, normal expected working time or yes. minimum or maximum levels. If you haven't got a response in three days, please you know, if it's yeah. an emergency, you can contact me on this if you need. If not, I will respond to you within. So you, st you set them out at the beginning. So it's very much in terms of the procedures you set up yes. really dictate yes. the whole process. Then people know the parameters. They know the process. People will look for, look for, for structure, structure, and exactly. structure and direction. Yeah. So Particularly, I imagine, if on a remote 
yes. or a, you know a virtual yes. team you want that structure yes yeah um again i would stipulate for if i was a manager and i say guys okay here's my mobile but you don't want that kind of open door ring me all yeah. of the time yeah. right well you know in emergencies you can get me because if you don't and you leave it well when are you going to get your work done kind of you're kind of going to yes. have that constant distraction yourself the other side of it is that people can send emails and texts to each other that um relate to work or projects but sometimes when it's in a remote or a virtual workplace things get lost in translation mm. and uh, maybe you meant something to be funny and it didn't come across that way or and the whole communication thing again in terms of we visually mm. Mm. you know and so forth is that a, a thing people need to be aware of well in terms I of think humor is one thing uh, I, again I would be I'm a bit of a Monica I'm a bit of a planning a bit about structure so I would have kind of structured downtime you know, but yet together. So mm. downtime before, and you can have a virtual party. Yeah. You know, yeah. the Friday evening, three o'clock, let's all meet together, guys, and have an hour, have a bit of fun virtually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you're still getting your connection. You can still have your chats. You can tell jokes. You know, again, I call them virtual. You can have virtual bingo. <laughs> but would they, would, would things get lost in translation That's sometimes about with the your texts or emails? And well, it's lethal. Communication yeah. and over the written context is absolutely lethal in business. Misinterpretation, misunderstanding. Um, lost in translation, having instructions gone and falling between two stools, these kind of, well, I told Paddy and Paddy told and that's, you're not kind of forgiven for it. That's just clear communication, clear assignments, assignments of tasks, all that. So you just become more Monica-like yeah. for that kind of assumption of communication. Usually when you can see body language, you can hear people's tone, these kind of things, it always assists for true meaning. Um, if you take those things away and you're only heavily reliant upon one form of technology, let's say email, mm. that's all lost. Now yes. you are putting tone and intention. It can be lost. It can be misinterpreted totally. Yes. I have one image of that guy. Do you remember? <laughs> you've, you've seen my slides. Jim. I have. There's one image of a guy and I just think it's brilliant. And it said, when the recipe said, chill in the fridge for an hour. And the picture shows a guy sitting in sitting the fridge. In the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Completely misinterpreted. Yes. You're taking yeah. things literally. Yeah. Chill in fridge. What a word means, what its intent meant, you know, was. Well, was that's what I'm looking at, because I'm thinking that uh, <laughs> that was a great slide, by the way. I like that one. Um, but <laughs> as you say, we can underestimate how many words we use when we're talking uh, versus emailing. But when you're under pressure, you do cut back on the word count. You do cut back on things you're trying to. That's where the tone can And hurt. that's where the tone yeah. comes in, isn't it? Yeah. Instead well, of the little bit of padding, if you have a minute, Sonia, could you see if you could organize to maybe let me know about this thing and mm -hmm. that we're cutting that all out and saying, let me know about this. Yeah. And so, then, oh, and again, the danger if you're using capitals. Oh, God, the screaming. <laughs> Shouting at me. Uh, explanation mark, lethal. Um, Why so, are screaming at me? Yeah, Online. capitals. Underlining and, right? Oh, you know, when, yeah, you, when you underline yeah, a word? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's intent and tone. So, like, it's only 7% of a communication bubble. Well, uh, the, the word context, you know, the rest of it is... 93% is taken between your body language and your tone of your voice. So That's right, yeah. Huge impact. Yeah. And I imagine from a manager, supervisor point of view, they probably have to be extra careful that they didn't wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Mm. They um, maybe something happened and they're firing off emails or instructions or phone calls or online or whatever. And maybe there's... They're, all, they're not maybe aware of their own. Managers need, in particularly in remote, uh, but 
I think managers need to be, and then I suppose it's heightened uh, in the remote or a virtual team, is emotionally intelligent, emotionally yes. aware. Um, and that has a very set of competencies, competencies with it. But again, <laughs> I don't know which image is in my head. And it, you have to remember, if an issue is sensitive to you, it's you know sensitive to them, it's going to be sensitive to you. Or if there's an issue that's sensitive to you, you have to be aware that it's going to come across maybe dramatized even more so, things like this. Yes. Um, if you haven't slept. Absolutely. Are you grumpy? Yeah. Uh, like, Tony, no offense, I love the bones of you, but if I haven't had coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and you try yeah. to talk to me too early. Yes. You know? We're done. <laughs> yeah. So you can have a coffee cup and the level just goes up <laughs> and it says, okay, good. Yeah. We're good to talk now to you. Now we're fine. You know, now I can talk to yeah. you. <laughs> so to be aware of your self-aware yes. of whether you've had a good night's sleep are you a little bit grouchy do I need a caffeine kick first okay now I'm good to go everybody kind of wakes up with and it, they call it a prime time you know you've you've yeah. got prime times in your day yeah and you're meant to structure your day around your prime times but so if someone catches you on your off prime time be it first thing in the morning yes be it late late in the evening and you're tired and grouchy or maybe hangry you know, that's where you're yeah, hungry and yeah, angry. Angry, yeah. Usually about <laughs> half twelve. Yeah, hungry. Um, they're not great times. So you really need self-awareness. And Jill, the funny thing with that is that if you have people in the office, they can you see may it. have missed that for years <laughs> because somebody comes in, just they're generally quiet. It's nine o'clock or eight o'clock or whatever. Maybe about 10 o'clock you might hear them chatting, but you never really mm. paid any attention. And it's only in a remote basis you realise they're not morning people and, you know... There's, maybe there's something like that, or as you said, the hangry or whatever. Yeah. So the things that you would have been going on, they're not new, mm. but you just haven't noticed you them You will before. see them in a different light. Yes. Yeah, because you're, you're doing it from a different perspective yeah. um, when you're remote. Again, even when you structure your meetings, if yeah. you're going to now be calling them at what times before it might have been an issue now it is, even yes. the times of meetings. So involvement and asking, you know, times guys, could you give me suggested times? What would be good when we get together? Which would be good for you? So get a global of the group, whereas before you might have just, this is when I'm available, this is when I'm going to be able to work. Is there actually a blurring of the nine to five? You hear stories about people who, Mm -hmm. there's a story in some of the papers recently about um, people working remotely are working a lot less. Other people are saying, no, we're actually working two hours a day more. Mm. So there's, it seems to be a kind of a blurring of it. And maybe there's an element of... I think the typical day is longer. And yes. it probably depends on the individual. If they are juggling children per se, what they will probably, you know, if I, when I, I reminisce to in the days when my children were young, mine well, are, yeah. are a little, not reared yet, but nearly kind of carry on. But my God, you don't forget the days when they are young no. either. And if you have to work around their their worlds, mm. you then, uh, you know, whether you structure your day to continue longer. So when, let's say, the little guy goes to sleep, so six, seven o'clock, he's down, you might go, OK, well, I get a great bit of work done there between yes. seven and nine. Yes. Yeah. But you may have had that time eaten out of your day to do something valuable with the child or whatever. You then extend your day. Maybe you'll still have worked your eight hours in the day, yeah. but it would have been stretched more, across a longer period. More flexibility and in it, also goes but back, a longer day. But it goes back to what you said earlier, and uh, state of mind. Yeah. That if you have that ability to be able to say, look, I'm not going to get freaked over it being five o'clock and yeah. I've only got half it done. 
because other things happened or whatever. Yes. So that you can structure it and you can yeah. say, look, because sometimes it's very task driven, isn't it? Yes. So if you have people and you have a two year old screaming and a, and a client's call is at three o'clock, irrespective of your child, it's happening at three. It's happening. Then you feel stress and anxiety yes. and it must occur yeah. fair enough. And then you try to plan for that accordingly. Summon over, mind him for an hour, please. Yeah. I'm on a call. Um, but if you have a choice in it, and you know your team is juggling these elements, you will ask for these blocks of time where I can plan in a babysitter or a child minor or a neighbor or someone who can mind my child where I can do two hours of intense block work here. And so hence the planning element of it out of all possibilities, asking your team what is the best structure time slots. So you tie there. that in with the And you tie it in with the mm-hmm. team. Remember, indiv- we're not we're I know we're all individuals, yes, and we're all fighting our own yeah. you know, corners, yes. But from a manager's point of view, if you know how your team is and you can integrate them and you push yes. at one time, pull at another, push, pull, push, pull, you'll get the best out of the overall team for the productivity. Remember, it's still our organizational goals. It's still getting the tasks done by your team for the organization. That does not have to mean 5 p.m. Exactly, because that ties into the whole issue of here. I was looking at this in terms of some of the recent reports. Again, it's tagged as mental health challenges, um, severe stress, anxiety, even fear from a lack of productivity. That very much ties into what you're saying there in the sense that it goes back to the state of mind. State of mind. The products or the procedures and the, the structure that you've got. Yeah. And then allowing that little bit of flexibility yeah. and say, look, you can you do that. You judge it yourself. Yeah. But these are the projects we need yeah. to get done. And it's training some individuals more than others. That concepts of getting activities done, understanding efficiencies and productivity, not activity. Yes. Yeah, being active for eight yeah. hours. <laughs> I'd rather you be productive and efficient business. in the mm. ones that you in the hours that you use. So if you can train and help your employee understand that you have bouts of really intense productive time and you get your work done great yes. you know so work hard party hard you know we're down yeah. time with your family is as a, is as important as it shouldn't be this melting blur that the your family also feel that you're working all the time yet you're feeling hang on you're interrupting all the time. yeah because that could be hugely <laughs> you know? stressful to yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. There's, so, there's no one coming out of that kind no, of feeling No one's great. winning, so family ain't winning and, no. and, and work ain't winning. And, the business, and you yeah. in the middle then, you're thinking about this. And there, there's the anxiety and, and, and there's stress. there's your anxiety. So realisation and trying to, again, but it's more how it's a training of the mind to see things in chunks and blocks of getting work done in blocks and chunks. So if you look at an overall task that has to be done for your organisation and you can you know, project manage it into, into blocks and chunks yeah. and then assign those blocks and chunks to the different parts of your team, the funny when thing they, is, you know, so for it's e- like you do a huge uh, amount of time management yeah, training here really with CMG, kicks in and here. that kicks in <laughs> yeah. big time, doesn't it? Yeah. And if people aren't good at time management, they, I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff out there. None of it as good as ours, but um, <laughs> I'm joking. But okay. having said that, um, but they really need to focus on that, isn't it? Because if they mm. get on top of time management skills, it does kind of 
help the whole process. It, it Absolutely. Put your own structure yeah. as well. Well, you're given the autonomy. That you, you know what I mean? In yeah. this remote world, you actually don't have a choice. So now you are faced with, well, I wake up in the day and I go, my day is going to end at. Yeah. And you now have a choice to time manage and plan your day. Yeah. And now you have to plan it for your family. You're going to plan it for your work. So, yes, I think now more than ever, the need and the attention on an individual's time management ability is being pretty, tested yeah. to the to the limit in in remote working. Or I imagine also yeah. that you will get to nine o'clock some night, and um, that's okay. I mean, it's if it's that's every real. night, that's the you point. have an issue. Yeah, maybe. So the odd, of course, we're yeah. we're all human. Just to, yeah, we are very much human. Like forgive yourself and move on. Is yeah. you know is is a great piece of yeah. advice as well. And also, what's the other one? Is a uh, you know everyone else be yourself. Everyone else in the room is taken. Yes. You know, so yeah. you just embrace just you. Be you. Just and be you. Jumping onto something that's just a little bit off the, the beaten track. and um, <laughs> Not like you. <laughs> not like me at all. Um, <laughs> but you do reference this in the training course, yeah. the value of small talk. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That links very much. It kind of yeah. does link naturally to be you. The small talk and the concepts of lowering your guard and being yourself. Yeah. It helps with the concepts of connecting with people. I personally, in reflection through the course of my whatever number of years <laughs> of experience, I'm getting old now, Tony. Far from it. The best work I ever did for anyone, the more motivated I ever did for anyone, was someone that I felt connected to or cared or, yeah. Absolutely. And that way of feeling that is by having small talk, lowering your guard, not always a formal only talking to you because we work together, you know, do this because I said. Yes. So the value of small talk is that feeling of connection, yeah. um, be it with your manager, be it with your teammates, you know, it's so we need to have it. Now, a lot of the time you'd have it while you're making a cup of tea or, yeah. you know, when you're walking past each other or which I'm going to the shop. Can I get you anything? You know, those little yeah, things. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they're very hard to simulate again via yeah. on a virtual world. Um, and hence, it's something that the like yeah. supervisors need to be aware of really? and just maybe engage in that because we all do and you know managers and supervisors and they just even passing in a corridor will stop and how mm. are you and how are things and but you notice the small little chats now I'm living in and out of virtual world a lot and I'm going to a lot of meetings <laughs> you'll notice the people that go to the meeting earlier right. earlier than scheduled okay that's when the small talk happens too yes so if the meetings are half nine people who sign in at 920 or 925 yeah. there's the five minutes waiting on everybody to join thing. and they're just chatting and away. they're just chatting yeah. and there's the little points that yeah. you may I would say make the effort to go in a little early and have those chats with people you know how's oh, oh sure I see you got a new was oh, it a new thing you got there because you'll see people's backgrounds maybe some yes. of them okay are simulated but some of them are at home or with a new painting or a new yeah. wallpaper or there's some there's a bike in the back oh we out on the bike you know it's, it's just whatever kind of piques your interest and you just have a chat about it but those times occur before the formal yes and yes. they're very powerful yeah and to get people to want to as I say to connect with you it actually brings people together, together as well and we're all in this and it's whether it's this, we're all in this for today yeah. or ongoing or whatever but it does yeah. bring that sense because it can be tough yeah. for I think for management and people working yeah. uh, alone and, and remotely. Looking at your, um, we're coming towards the end of this now, Sonia, okay. and um, I'm just looking at, I kind of picked the points, I think, you can correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong on this, but I, looking at the, the course you've done, and it's, it's, what's fantastic is that 
I actually was uh, going through all the notes and I just thought to myself, wow, these are just so spot on. <laughs> They're so spot on, <laughs> these things. But Thank um, you. not at all. Geez. Um, <laughs> but looking at this, this is you put this together. What looking at from manager's point of view, mm. be tuned into what they expect from each team member. Mm -hmm. uh, clear goals and objectives, mm -hmm. good communication with the team, which you've highlighted uh, mm -hmm. strongly on that structured daily, weekly check-ins. Mm. Now, not either daily or weekly. You have to maybe design that with design, your team. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, have clear rules of engagement, you say. Yes. The rule book's uh, always And we important. might jump back to that a little in a second. Yeah. Um, but uh, and also, and I found this hugely uh, relevant as a manager be credible and trustworthy. If you say you'll do it, then you had better do it or have done it. Oh, very true. Um, trust and ultimately, true. trust your team. So just on that, the, the, the rules of engagement and the credibility and trustworthy, but rules of engagement, that's your structures, isn't it? Or yes. Is it more? Rules of engagement, it is structure. Uh, I would also call it policies and procedures, Yes. you know, for people to refer to. So they have to be clear for doing anything. And it links to communication again. Yeah. But what are, is your working from home policies and procedures? So they have to be there for not just, oh, well, you know, this mm. is what we'd expect. So you actually have to put them down in yeah. writing, have them clear. So that's the rules of engagement for working from home from expectations, productivity, production, these things. So again, stipulate. So something to be measured when will yes. I know it's finished when it's finished who am I to notify etc etc right so I call it another way of looking at it is the rules of the court yeah. you can already play a game of basketball yeah. and not have any lines out I win <laughs> you win no Ooh, yeah. how's it yeah. over how's it finished yeah. they just have to be clear so rules of engagement with your employees with the team how we're going to communicate what technology we're going to use how often are we going to use it yeah. when you're finished who are you going to notify etc et so et important so important because everybody irrespective of seniority still like somewhere to go back to just clear yeah. and check yeah. oh right yeah that's where i'll find that so again the moniker awesome. always helps right awesome. so it's just it's a, it's a no-brainer in yeah. my world <laughs> and then as a manager being credible and trustworthy if oh. you say you'll do it I've, I've, I've very, and I'm going to refer to one of my slides where I just have a picture of the ocean and the tide going out. Oh, yeah. Jace, do you remember yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And it said, only when the ocean goes, goes away up, can yeah. you see who was swimming naked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's, are you wearing swimming trunks or are you not? Right. <laughs> um, from a trust point of view. Right. And did you always have your team in mind? How do you operate when it comes to trust? Um, to, it walks in and leaves in a Ferrari. Yeah, that same concept. It's earned. Yes. Ideally, you would like to think now when COVID hit, were you swimming naked or were you wearing trunks? Yeah. Did you always have your team in mind? Yeah. How are you now protecting your team? How would you build the trust did they element? Treat, did they rate you as being credible and trustworthy? Exactly. And but it's only you will only find these elements when the tide has gone when out. The tide's gone out. Right. Yeah. Another famous one in there is best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. So and how would I now plant trees? Credibility, integrity, trust. There is the calculation. They say and there's a little math there to see how trustworthy are you. Sure. But again, I think the value of it is and um, Simon is some of his videos I particularly like. Cynic, I think. Cynic, yes. is how we yes. pronounce it. Um, trust. And trust, there's a trust versus performance video that he does, which is also, it's timely, it's fantastic, it's yeah. brilliant. But there's one about, and I think it's really powerful, about um, a leader making you feel safe. So, and the abilities and the power of trust in that, with again, do they view you as credible? Mm. 
yeah? Um, yeah. And how have you proven your credibility? Um, do you have in the view of having integrity? And how are you going to use this to make them feel safe? Yeah. yeah. And again, that and that's the concept of the team. Yeah? But that's and vitally important. Mm-hmm. And it's as important, I suppose, in any context, but particularly now. Some people may find it as an opportunity to shine, maybe. And maybe from a management point of view, they find that this is an opportunity here. I can, I'm Maybe some people aren't great face to face or something mm. like that or whatever. So there might be some aspects of this. But I have to leave listeners with this piece of advice. And I thought you just put it fantastically in the training <laughs> course. You referenced that as a manager or supervisor of the virtual team, you are the conductor and it's your job to make the music happen. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> it applies. I think it applies regardless of virtual or not. But or otherwise, yeah. Yeah, but arguably agree. probably more so now. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to get at earlier. Yeah. But I just thought that when I seen that and, I, and you had the visual for it and everything yeah. else. And I thought, yeah, just nails it. It's very true. It's the understanding of your team's competencies, their circumstances, what they need to perform. And how for each individual member do you make the beautiful music like they're the instruments and what they're living, you know, yeah. and how they are living. You know their capability of playing each of their instruments, even in their normal worlds, irrespective of them now in their virtual worlds. Um, and how do you. And you're pulling all this together. You have to push against one. You have to pull in another, you know, so just if you mm. yeah can visualize a conductor making beautiful music. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever see a conductor ever stand there and do nothing? No. Or ever, did you ever see a beautiful conductor make fantastic music and literally just, you know, expressionless? No. Uh, most of the time you see them exhausted yeah. at the end yes. for the amount of passion and love and. You've got to be seriously vested in it. In it, yeah. yeah. To bring the beautiful music Absolutely. to the end. Um, there's so much more content in this training <laughs> course, um, but we've only got touched on some of the obvious issues. Mm. Um, I think the next one is sold out, but um, we do have more uh, coming on and that all the details will be in the, the, the links and the, the bios and so forth. Um, and of course, Sonia, you conduct this course from the offices of CMG to a remote and virtual audience yeah. yourself. So yes. you've got real experience of this. <laughs> um, and it's also one of the best in terms of feedback. I'm well. I'm. I, thank you very much, yes. Tony. It's very kind. But again, I'm. I'm. Lear- I'm learning as we go. Like it's lifelong learning. I experience. think we all are. And that changing of our worlds and changing from. Because trust me. Oh God, I love having people in front of me. You do, I yeah. really, yeah, really I know, do. So for me, I was, and even now, you know, not being able to physically see it and and you and know, engage, and, and the energy and the passion yeah. that you get from having people. But I have to say, though, on the other side of that, you do have uh, I've seen you with a couple of different courses because I um, I have to tell our (laughs) listeners that Sonia is uh, she does quite a few of our training courses. So you have to watch (laughs) out for those. But I've seen you conduct um, a couple of these virtual courses recently. And you've got people in groups, you've got people in um, uh, huddles to discuss certain topics. Yeah, the breakout rooms and the breakout, rooms and and the breakout like that. Rooms. Yeah, absolutely. We can and use the virtual world to still make it And you're doing it very well. And I can hear people, uh, f- the feedback on it, and they're, they're loving it because it's different. It's not, we don't look into a laptop. I'm not taking away from yeah. people who do yeah. that, but we don't look into a laptop for training. It's we all, try not to, yeah. you know, so we're avoiding all of that. As and much as we can feel that we can still interact as if I had you with me. 
Exactly. That is that is what I strive yeah. for. Now I'm learning and I'm trying. Hey. I use my old donkey line as my favourite from Shrek, by the way, if you need to know my donkey line. Remember Shrek and Donkey yes, and he I meets do. Fiona and he's looking into her eyes and he's like, are you in there? Keep breathing. <laughs> and that's my favourite of all time. So for virtual, that's what it felt like to me when I was yes. first looking at the cameras. And then trying to feel, yeah. you know, people on the far side. Are well, you in there? Well, you're a very, you're a very <laughs> good people person. I so I, I think with the virtual side of things that probably you'd look at that and think, oh, well, how is this going to work? But in fairness, you've worked it very well. <laughs> I'm trying. And the engagement <laughs> with people is, is working very well. And I think that's kind of, I mean, that probably helps no end with that particular topic because yeah. that's what you're you're training people that's to deal with trying to do yeah, yeah. so again Listen. a bit of the do try and do what they say in the chain <laughs> Sonia, on, on, until next time which probably will be quite soon on the Bring next course yes. Listen, thanks so much thank you very much for having me you're Bye, very everyone. welcome thanks for listening until next time <laughs>